There is no error with your audio outputs. Do not attempt to fix any sound issues. We are monitoring you with this device. We control your options and settings. We are transmitting through your internet connection, but our signal is actually entering your mind, sending electrical impulses into the very tissues of your brain. Try to stay calm. We've taken over your senses for the duration of this broadcast. You are helpless to resist. We have taken control for your own sake. There are things you must know. This is Paranoia Radio, hosted by Olaf Phillips and Ron Patton. And welcome to another thrilling hour, or more, or whatever, of the Paranoia Podcast. I am Olaf Phillips, the uh, publisher of Paranoia Magazine. Ron? Hey, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Paranoia Magazine. Yes, you are, Ron. Still. Uh, that Still. Uh, I haven't fired you yet. That, yes. that, and that being said, we are editing uh, the new issue. Yes, we are. It is laid out. It is done. We're editing it. Mm-hmm. We have another uh, magazine on the horizon uh, with Mr. Walter Bosley. We should probably get Walter on to talk about it when we, get it, when we actually get it done. Um, it's going to be called Lost Horizons. It's going to focus on more paranormal stuff and ancient mysteries, a lot of hollow earth, Lemurians, Atlanteans, Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. We're going to call it Lost Horizons, wow. and it's going to have kind of a tiki feel. How do you feel about that, Ron? Tiki time? Tiki. I love it. It's like, uh, but why are we doing it? I mean, aren't there publications out there that talk about the inner Earth, or, or are we just no. going to do it better? Well, we're going to do it better because we're involved. But uh, no, um, actually, there are not. <laughs> Apparently, one of the last ones called Atlantis Rising. To just yeah, I heard down. of that, that actually. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Walter and I were talking to, to David Hatcher Childress. Uh, I'm a huge fan, uh, so is Walter. And uh, we were talking about it, and it turns out that they have gone under or shut down, I guess. And, mm-hmm. uh, and David was, was trying to help them work through that to make sure – David's an awesome guy. He was trying to make sure that, that all the subscribers got magazines and everybody was happy and whatever. But yeah, no, Atlantis Rising went down. Uh, the Hollow the Hollow Earth Explorer no. Was it, it's like the Hollow Earth Insider hasn't published mm-hmm. for like years. So really, you know, there's not a whole lot of Hollow Earth stuff, but the Hollow Earth is very fascinating. So, you know, we're going to take a crack at that in Atlantis and Lemuria and High Brazil, Thule, all these mysterious islands and strange shit. Yeah, there seems to be oh, hey, kind Ron, of a comeback regarding that stuff. There is. And, and uh, I'm going to be the publisher. Uh, Walter Bosley is going to be the uh, editor-in-chief, and Ron is going to be an editor. And... Uh, can I be Help like general manager? Can I be yeah, more like general like manager. There you go, Ron. President of operations you know, or something, because you know yeah, I have we'll a lot of titles. Operations guru. Uh, that's not very professional. No. Okay, VP of but, operations. We'll, we'll figure whatever. it. Out. Yeah, but we're, we're just throwing around titles. <laughs> we don't really care. Um, I also have a a a, a two dollar bill shout out. I got another $2 bill in the mail mm-hmm. um, from Dave Scott over at uh, Spaced Out Radio. He, uh, he wanted a shout-out. 
he sent me a two dollar bill from Canada. Yeehaw. Oh, how the Canada. hell did he get a two dollar bill in Canada? <clears throat> so, Dave, uh, shout out to you, uh, Spaced Out Radio. You go, man. In the wilds of the the uh, the, the wilds of the Canadian North, mm-hmm. uh, there's your two dollar shout out. Right on. Yo, what Dave. else is there, Ron? Yo, Yo Dave. What what else is there? Oh, it's spaced out. It's spacedoutradio.com. I gotcha. better put that part in. Gotcha. Well, well got to get mean, two dollars worth. Yeah, and I think I think yeah. we did that. We achieved that. But uh, you know, we are now on the Fringe FM, so I think I'm. Uh, yes. I'm pretty damn excited about it. We're gonna get more yes. listeners now. And uh, Joe, yes. thanks for having us on. It's actually the first yes, network we've you. been on before, and we've been asked by f- several other networks to come on, but we just felt the opportunity was right, and so here we are, man. So yeah, it wasn't it just, the right time. Yeah, we were growing as podcasters. Yes, we were, <laughs> and we fluctuated a lot. But you know what? I think this is really going to help us in that we got to do this every week. You know. Whereas before we'd yeah. take time off and it's like, it was always a mystery. When's the paranoia podcast going to come out? I kind of like the element of mystery though. You know, yeah. it's like, you'd call me up, you'd be like, Oh, if I stub my toe, I can't do it tonight. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey, you know, yeah. Or you know, my flex, finger hurts. I haven't I grown flex my balls a little too much. And you know, I got some uh, swelling I'm dealing with, but uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was taking, taking a poop and got a hernia. Yeah, so it was big, but but I think now that that's going to make us, uh, you know, get the the paranoia podcast out on a regular basis once a week, and I believe it's going to be played uh, on Thursday evenings on the Fringe FM. So I'll have to get that exact time. So yeah, check check the schedule on uh, the Fringe FM, and again, a big shout out to Joe Roop, the owner of the Fringe, and uh, we appreciate being on. Absolutely. All right, Ron. So um, a little birdie told me that we have a guest tonight. We do. We do. And uh, actually, I met uh, Natalie Meraki about two weeks ago. Uh, Stephanie Burton and I went to uh, get a tarot reading in, uh, where was it, Newburgh, uh, I believe. And, um, well, actually, Stephanie got the uh, tarot reading, but... It was quite different, I must say. It was quite inappropriate. And oh, good. we were ecstatic about it. <laughs> I mean, we it specialize was just, on that. Yeah, yeah. So um, Natalie is a, actually a children's book author, and she's creator of uh, uh, B- uh, Bad Tarot Reader. She's in love with the Northwest. She's a true weirdo. And owns that title, Pure Authenticity. When she's not busy uh, creating uh, weird shit like her tarot deck, uh, tarot mood, she's uh, collaborating with other members of the tarot community to bring all sorts of esoteric entertainment. She believes that having fun is the key to learning. She also has a very filthy mouth and is just completely inappropriate in general, but she has a very kind heart and a friendly disposition absolutely zero filter you can uh you can find natalie on instagram and facebook at tarot mood she has a facebook group for readers called 
Tarot Mood on YouTube at Natalie Meraki. And please tune in at www.trflive.com every Saturday night at 9 p.m. for her disgustingly relatable irreverent tarot show. Check out tarotmood.com for show information. So, Natalie, welcome to another exciting edition of the Paranoia Podcast. And good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. showing up. Yeah, oh my God, I'm it. here. My fingers hurt so bad and I totally made it. What? What happened? <laughs> no, I was just uh, laughing about how you guys were coming up with these simple ailments as reasons not to do oh, the yeah. show for m reasons of mysterious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, it works, it works to our advantage. You know, people think it's mysterious, but in reality, Ron calls me up two minutes before it comes on. He says, Hail off my toe hurts. I'm like, I guess we're not doing the show this week. He's all, yeah, we'll do it next week. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> See, I think it would be funny if you just bitched and complained about your toe the whole show. I would have been like, no, you're doing it. That's that's what yeah. the show's gonna be about yeah. now. Yeah. Now this is a toe you show. <laughs> there's a there is a, a podcast that I enjoy called The Boogie Monster. <laughs> and it's uh Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. And they they um that's they literally do stuff like that so they'll they'll do a they'll put in the thing the notes it's like this is a big show about the philadelphia experiment and then it'll be talking and then like kyle canane will go off for like 45 minutes about getting high and then <laughs> dave stone's like talking about some recipes and then they're like oh yeah the philadelphia experiment happened and then like the podcast is over <laughs> i love it oh my god i love I it I bet they have so many haters, and that is so fair. Like I, I screenshot my haters online because it's the, oh, okay. it makes me so happy for some reason. I, I'm, I, it's maniacal. I know there's something wrong with me. <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't actually have a lot of haters. Like, there oh, you would if you did that. We, yeah. Oh yeah. There, yeah, there have been they, times they want some where serious had... shit going down with tarot reading, right? Yeah. Not no, like I that. mean, if you did a whole show saying that you were going to see, I, I would be so mad if I listened through that whole show and there was actually no information on it. I'd be like, uh, excuse me, where is your manager? My name is Karen. Right. <laughs> I'm the I'm publisher. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> you can write me an email. It's fine. Tough if you don't titties. like me, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't really don't care. <laughs> then don't listen. We love our listeners. You know, the funny part is, is that if we were to do that, I think a lot of the people that listen to us on an ongoing basis would be like, right on, man. Like down yeah. the street at the quick stop, Raj down there at the quick stop, he's he's a big fan of the show. And he's always like got a list of stuff for me to like, you know, to like, oh, do a show about this and do a show about that. So I'm sure if I went down there after after we posted a My Toe Hurts episode, I'm sure he would be like, right on, man. <laughs> quick stop, free plug. He's like, let me show you All this right, weird so thing should... about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Bring yeah. it. Yeah. Right on. Go for it. <laughs> Next show. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, that um, not David Wilcock. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God, don't get me started does, on does. David Wilcock. About his penis. Will Wilcock he will talks talk. about his penis. He'll talk about he does, anything. He talks about his penis to get attention. You, you, get out of here. He doesn't he, talk about his. No. 
Yeah, he does. For fifty, you pay well, fifty bucks to go see him talk, and he's like, "My penis, my penis, my penis." It's like this what? is, is how he'll Anthony frame it. Robbins? What the hell? He'll be like, "Look, everybody's been talking about my penis, saying it's so small, but I just want to let you know that I have a really big penis." That's how he'll frame it. And so it's like everybody yeah. says I'm gay because of my sweaters, but I swear to God, I'm really not gay. And he'll talk about that I'm for like ten or fifteen that. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, All right. Anyway, we're gonna. We should probably move on. Okay. Gaia, Sorry, Gaia already hates us. Yeah, uh, I, hates I don't know us. why. Why? Why do you think Guy well, hates us? Corey, Corey, good story. Yeah. Well, I, you know, in twenty, in tw- No. Okay. Another episode. I'll tell the, the Corey good yeah, story. Yeah, it's just it's just weird, you know. And we wanted to be friends with Gaia, but Gaia, of for course. whatever reason, just couldn't, uh, you know. Handle the 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 criticism. We had some constructive criticism, and mm-hmm. we did it at first. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, blue aliens, yeah, they've been around for a while, but then it's just like they took that whole thing to a different level, and uh, and then they were they were yeah, trying to melt. They were trying to from... melt blue aliens, you know. And, they were because after a while, you can get a song. Yeah, you can get a song with the Blue Avian Alliance logo on it. I'm not sure how that helps the world with shot glasses and thongs, but <laughs> apparently you can get one. Wow. Thoughts cool. and yeah. prayers. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, we have a reason that you're on and this is not it. So we should probably oh, that's okay. I'm having hunker a good time. down. I think hollow. I was excited to hear you talking about hollow earth. Cause that's like my favorite. Well, you know, but isn't there, there's hollow earth and inner earth because then there's like, like yeah. the inner earth where the like ant people live, but then there's the hollow earth center. And that has been like my favorite, but my friend told the funny, like somebody brought it up in the esoteric uh, knowledge and wisdom group on Facebook the other day. And they were asking about, um, basically she said, <laughs> They were asking about how how dinosaurs lived in Hollow on Earth if it was flat, and she was like, "It's not a donut." <laughs> <laughs> it's not, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't believe the Earth is flat and believe it in the inner Earth. That's really not going to work out for you. I know. That's what I always said. The only <laughs> yeah. reason that I'm not having fun with this flat Earth thing is that I'm just too attached to the Hollow Earth theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just—it's my favorite. It makes me feel good inside. Well, you know, you know, uh, I just came back uh, today from a a paranoia authorized expedition to see UFOs up in the in the Sierras, and um, my, one of the next big ones that I want to do is to actually go up to Panther Meadow and try to meet Lemurians. Oh I'm my gonna god! Really try. That would be so cool. See, I live uh, yeah. right next. To, well, well, so do you, Ron. East Eddie Ranch. Yeah. Have you been there? Oh yeah. yeah, Olaf has. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been, you guys. You guys have to take me. I want to go so yeah. bad, but I'm oh, scared to go you. by myself. <laughs> oh no, it's a trip. I, I saw Bigfoot there. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, Clyde saw Bigfoot. Clyde Lewis did. You did. Yeah. Several people did. Okay, you guys have he, to make this happen. He saw it a little closer. I, I saw. I saw Bigfoot. Hundred percent true. Was he singing? Uh, Chris Reeves, Chris Reeves, and Larry Overman of the Ghost Mine show on Sci-Fi. We were sitting at a picnic table, and I think uh, Chris was picking his nose. I was uh, playing Tetris, <laughs> and you were and Larry was watching the scratching mountain. your balls, and Larry, yeah. No, I was playing. No, I was playing Tetris. No ball okay. scratching that day. Okay. And uh, and Larry, Larry's like, Olaf, you got to see this. Olaf, you got to see this. And I'm like, No, I'm having the best Tetris game of my life. 
I really don't need to see anything except I need to win this. No, no, you got to see this. I mean, no, no, Tetris is important to me right now, and, and I don't give a shit. No, 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 you really got to see this. And he starts hitting me. And I turned around and I looked, and there were these two black things climbing up the side of a snowfield. And the snowfield was probably, it was pretty steep. It was probably 50 degrees, mm-hmm. 55 degrees, somewhere between 45 and 55 degrees. And and uh, <clears throat> I, I hit Chris, and Chris is like, what, what? And he, he's looking, and we're all watching this. And we watched it for like an hour until they got to the top, and then um, they stood there and then went down into a crevasse. And Chris is a much better at math than me. I'm the wrong kind of engineer for math. Uh, Chris is not. Mm-hmm. So Chris computed the distance and the altitude, our estimate in the altitude, and he figured they were about eight or nine feet tall, and they were black. And they were so big, even at that distance, you could see the gate. I mean, it was crazy. And not bears. Yep. No. It was bears walk up right up a snowfield. Okay. So I, I see. I don't know anything about these bears. Okay. Those are the mysterious creatures to me. <laughs> okay. I, I studied anthropology. Okay. Okay. I did. I did primatology, and proto primatology and anthropology and archaeology. Oh wow. I'm telling you, whatever the hell that was, it was bipedal. So Absolutely. do you believe Bigfoot to be a um, an interdimensional creature? You know, uh, for me personally, I. Uh, I really don't know. Um, I, I think that it is a cousin to the Gigantopithecus, mm-hmm. which is what is commonly believed that the Yeti is. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's human evolution is not a straight line. It's a series of parallel lines. So it's not like the Cro-Magnon and the Neander- Neanderthal were, you know, one after the other, or the Australopithecus afarensis was, you know, was a straight line to Boise eye and a straight line to, you know, all the way up to homo homo habilis and whatever. It's, it's more like they're cousins. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that they're cousins of the Gigantopithecus. Cause it, so it looks like a Gigantopithecus. You think Sounds that like it was going, that the, that the Bigfoot were going home to inside the mountain. That's what I think. So, like. because I've always been wondering about, can they, you know, appear and disappear just, you know, as they please, they, or do I, they? I've heard that. Very I've heard corporeal. that. Now, it's interesting it because, very yeah, yeah, but he said he ranch is sort of a very paranormal, anomalous mm-hmm. type place. Right. And I it's think that the reason for that is that there is a, a very dense... Um, crystal column underneath that area and it just seems like when you have these certain type of ley lines you have various types of paranormal experiences which may happen to include uh sightings of bigfoot Mm -hmm. uh there's also uh fairies those little creatures that they see a lot of there and uh of course ufos and uh you know i've i've said ron what what you were there what right you were there when I, I was, was there. there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't. When the hangar. No, it was a different. Oh, you weren't. No. Did you see the no. hangar door, Ron? You didn't see the did. hangar door? I did. But I saw it at a different time. Yeah. Okay. When you watch the hangar door open on the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. I've seen that on video. What... Yeah. I don't know what the hell that has to do with crystals. It looks so like a fucking you... garage door. Do you guys think that that is an entrance to either inner or hollow earth? 
It's possible. That's what I always was <clears throat> under the impression of was that it was an entrance. I don't know how far down. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I mean, who knows? You know, it's the the stuff there is just so bizarre. You know, oh, yeah. when I was there, and and Chris Chris will back me up. You know, we can get him on the show. Chris <laughs> would love to come on, and I'll get him to back me up. We saw a. It was like a. I want to say it was like an orangish green, um, yeah. like thing hanging in midair. I mean, it it looked. It looked kind of like a Stargate from Stargate SG-1, but it was hanging in midair, and it was, like, green-orange. Mm. Right. And you would see stuff go into it, and you'd see stuff go out of it, but you mm. never see anything go through it. Interesting. Now, the next time, there's there's a there's a company, I've talked to them, um, I forget the name of it, it's like Airv Air or something. They do, like, tourist flights, like, you know, like... Uh, taking photos of Multnomah Falls or whatever mm-hmm. out of Portland. And he said he could make a run up to Adams, Mount Adams, pretty easily. So I was thinking about putting putting Chris in the plane with a GoPro and have him do loops around the mountain while yeah. this shit's going on. He said yeah. he'd do it. The guy who owns it, he said he'd do it. Oh, that's great. That's so. really scary and really brave of him. Yeah. Well, he, he thinks it'd be a riot. Yeah, because he... Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure, it'd be fun. But, you know, yeah. I mean, do you think that, well, like, <laughs> you know, the the do you think that Bigfoot have anything to do with um, the missing 411 type stuff? You know, I'm just worried about, you know, you know, whatever's going on around that area, like him just going missing and, like you said, the portals and isn't you know, he worried the, about the that? Missing, the missing 411 thing, David Pauly's colitis. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he offers no explanation. He never does. He, he will not he, say. No. But um, I think Bigfoot's for, for involved. My, oh, yeah. For my money, uh, easy, easy plug on my books, uh, The Secret Space Age and the Cold War in Space. I, I was very curious about Polita's uh, stuff. And on his website, there's a picture that he took of North America. And it has pins where all the people disappear. And so I took that picture and then I overlaid it and and modified it so that it lined up with a picture done by a guy named Tall um, from like 1993 that supposedly showed underground saucer bases and the the missing the the concentrations and clusters of missing people actually line up to where Tall said the saucer bases were. Uh huh. Now interesting. Now now. Yeah, so for my money, I don't think that it's like alien saucer bases. Um, I think they're military, but I, I think it plays into a, a much they larger program. The well, military. I think in in my case, I have a different view of it. I don't think that it's alien in nature for the most part. I mean, some of it, sure, but you know, I've seen stuff that it's I think is alien, but okay. So I think what do most you think it is? Human. The the disappearances. Oh, um, so I, I'm obsessed with it. Well, I used to be obsessed, I guess, with this thing called uh, Alternative 3. And one of the, basically, it's like the blueprint for the end of the world, right? And one, it was a TV show in 1977. And one of the things that they talk about is this concept of what's called a batch consignment. And basically... It's where they go kidnap a bunch of people to be slave labor on a base 
somewhere else. Oh, like on the moon, and like on they, that show Colony. Right, on the moon or or on Mars. Okay. And in, in the case of Alternative Three, it's more it's it's more clearly intimated that it's Mars. Okay. So I, I think that they, they may be batch consignments. Well, why would they do things like leave their shoes or have their clothes show up perfectly folded? You know, Maybe they don't need them. Yeah, but like, no, but like, you know, there are situations where, you know, 10 years later, there's still somebody comes across the kid's shoes and they're in perfect condition. Like it, they yeah. were never weathered or anything. Like it's like they, it, an interdimensional type of thing. Something came in and out. Well, the question, the question is that if they're abducting them, the process by which they're abducting them. The process by which right. they're abducting. Yeah, that's true. Because there could be glitches there that would make that make sense if they were yeah, abducting I mean, them I mean, that way. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking like a <clears throat> first generation like teleporter. Uh-huh. You know, it's like you go into the, you know, beam beam me up. Oh shit, I forgot your shoes. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be right back. I forgot my, you know, underwear. Did you forget your underwear, Ron? Anyway, but no, it's yeah. I think Ron, you're you're the you're the social contact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm flaky, so yeah. Make sure that when we go up there, that she gets an invite. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, this year they're doing a lot of um, remodeling and stuff. So it's uh, yeah, it's really sad that we're not going to be able to go up for our annual Ground Zero Isetti Skywatch this year, but uh, definitely next year. Okay. Don't uh, forget me. <laughs> oh no, not at Ooh. all. Not at all. And. Ooh. Yeah, you can do your uh, uh, crazy-ass tarot reading there, and I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> just love it. And, uh, you know, yeah, speaking of tarot reading, uh, yeah. perhaps uh, Olaf Phillips would like to uh, indulge in a little bit of... Uh, why Why am I always the target, Ron? No, I'm no, doing I, both I of you. You're not the target. I have to warn freaky you. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to warn you though. This is what? this is the honest to God truth. Yeah. When Ron does this stuff, it tends to go very much like textbook, right? Whenever people try to do this stuff for me, it gets weird. And so, like Ron, it's pretty textbook. Like he'll get results that are, are fairly straightforward. Like we had somebody come on. Cassandra Van Zandt. Cassandra Van Zandt. She could tell you what kind of an alien you are. Okay. So she gets on there what with Ron. You're she from, needs, you know, what, yeah, what star system? So she, so she looks at Ron, a picture of Ron, and she's like, oh, serious. you're, what are you, Ron? Like serious. an Andromeda serious. or something? Serious. Serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, so Ron does this too, and I don't understand it. Can you guys, like, is there, like, a short way you could explain to me how? Oh, you're talking about Ron Castaldo? Yeah. 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 But, I don't uh, understand. Well, with her, with uh, Cassandra Van Zant, she had a, uh, a near-death experience, and there were these aliens hovering over that sort of brought her back to life. And so, ever since, right. she's had this ability to look at people and and see what. Okay, yeah. that's badass. Send her a photo. Yeah, that's badass. So yeah, so it was like with me, serious. With uh, Stephanie, it was uh, Lyria, but. Then when it came to Olaf, Lyra. yeah, Lyra. She couldn't answer. It's Lyra. So she, she couldn't answer. Uh, right away, anyway. <laughs> yeah, right away. She was like, um, 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 um. I'm like, so what am I? Um, um, um. 
So you had so some then sort she of came block. back later and said, I'm, I'm, she said I was like Andromedan or something. I'm from like a different galaxy. Well, if you said that they um, showed her pictures, then that's how she knew. Then yes. I mean, you might have some sort of really good energy shield around you. Yeah, and, right. And that you know they couldn't pick up on on what you were. My karma. Sh- I'm gonna activate my karma shield. But but no, I mean the truth is that I'm a bit of a lightning rod for weird stuff. So yes, yes, you are. You know, you I am. Or, I actually uh, am. Paranormal experiences than I do. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I saw stuff last night, Ron. What'd you see? I saw. So I was in the in the Sierras near a place called Sonora Pass. Mm-hmm. And I was up about six thousand feet, and as the sun was setting, <clears throat> I went out there before the sunset so I could set up that camera and all that. And I'm sitting in my my comfy craftsman chair, and having a Dr Pepper, and I'm looking at the sky, and I see a white light come up and I'm, I'm pointed at area 51. So area 51 was 240 miles straight in front of me. Mm. So I had a ridge line in front of me. So something came up over the ridge line straight up, then turned and went to the right to the far end of the ridge line, then went down and then it came up and then went to the left and then went down and then vanished. And then a couple hours later, I saw something traveling at high speed, um, high altitude with a uh, strobe and uh, I checked the flight radar uh, and there were no planes in the area so if it was a plane with a its transponder was switched off but it was traveling at high speed it went north to south and then it turned west. Did you have the idea that it was um, a government uh, yeah, issue? Yeah. A government aircraft. Mm-hmm. yeah and hopefully it's on video I mean the video the camera was running the problem is is that it I don't know how good the the low light conditions are for that camera. So we'll mm. see. I shot it in 4K though. So we Well, I hope it turns out. How exciting. <laughs> Me too. Well, yeah. I want I have to get my so free free plug for uh, Hoffman uh, Hoffman Night Vision uh, UFO Night Vision Goggles.com I think or oh, Hoffman yes. Night Vision Goggles and he's going to fix my uh, monocular um, he's going to upgrade it to a, a third generation uh, intensifier. Once he does that, I have a mount, so I can actually mount my GoPro or my um, my cell phone to it. Then I can record it. But I was using a first generation. I was using a first generation monocular, and I watched it, wow. but I couldn't record it. Oh, monoculus yeah. man. Okay, Ron. All right. So, so just like I said. Be warned that if, if you do it for Ron, um, I suspect it'll be fairly straightforward. If you do it for me, shit might get weird. So just warning you. Yeah. I'm used to it. It's oh, okay. Can we do I've it? A, uh, me too. Reading one well, can Ron oh, can. yeah, definitely. Okay. That's what I was saying. It's get, we're doing both of you tonight. It's getting freaky. All right. <laughs> get it on. Double, double duty. Get it on. Eiffel Tower. Of, uh, I'm doing that um, that shuffle right now. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okay. So I'm just going to do a reading for you unless you have a specific question. I was informed by my guests last night that if you're going to do like a really good job, you need to just like guess what their question is after you pull the cards. Wow. Oh, so am I supposed to think of a question? No, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to. If you had a specific question, I would be happy to (laughs) answer that for you. But since you don't, I'll just go ahead. 
I I don't I I don't have I don't have any questions. It's on it's Sunday, you know. It's you know it's just mm-hmm. hard. Ron, what are doer thing? Yeah. No, that's okay. I was thinking about uh, what kind of spread I wanted to do for you. And I'm just going to do my, this is my um, relationship spread. And it just, it is, it could be in relationship to, <laughs> it could right. be in relationship to anything. So it's not necessarily, you know, for a love, it could be into whatever, something okay. that you, so um, in, um, in between you, Okay, I have the the moon reverse and the two of swords. So this means that okay, like you're right, that shit is going crazy. <laughs> it means you're completely okay. out of cocaine. Okay, so that's never good. The dogs are going wild, okay. and um, well, the dogs pretty quiet, but okay. Well, when no, I know what you mean. They're they're not happy about this, <laughs> uh, and this then. No, uh, this is between you. Okay, so between you. Oh, oh, we have drama. Okay, we're on. Yeah, this, get some drama. Yeah, well, this is no, not necessarily. I should have done it between you. I was, I'm going to do one for each of you, but I should have done one between okay. you and Ron. And in fact, we could do this one between you and Ron if you want. And then let's do that. I'm going to do one between you and oh, Ron, ooh. and then um, the I'm, gonna, I'm scared now. And then I'm going to do a little, a three card one for each of you that'll be really quick. Hey. Okay, so, so, okay, you okay. guys are out of Coke and you can't make a decision. Okay. Cause you have the two of swords and she has really bad shoes. So I want to know which one of you has really bad shoes on right now because it, the cards don't lie. Mm, uh, I'm not wearing shoes. Ron. <laughs> no, I'm shoeless, man. Oh, I was going to say yeah, you're wearing, wearing Crocs, shoes. aren't you? I'm not wearing shoes either, guys. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so um, anyway, the the there's I feel like, and you know, I even heard a little bit of this in your last interview. Um, like you guys were arguing about uh, Olaf stealing the show from Ron, and you know, jokingly and stuff. Like you guys have got oh, your yeah. swords crossed a little bit, and a little bit of indecision. And the moon is uh, just a crazy time and it is reversed. So maybe it's a little less crazy. You guys are doing a good job, but it is a little, um, you know, it's all up in the air all the time, kind of the show, like you were saying. So that makes sense. Oh yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and then, the so, so for um, the left side, which I'm going to associate with Olav. Um, <laughs> I, the left-handed bath. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's okay. Don't and that's so funny when you hear what the right card is as well. I have the four of pentacles. So I always say he's just, uh, looks like he's sitting there taking a shit. So weren't we joking about that earlier? Like you we had to were. take a, tum- yeah. you had to take a Tums, didn't you? So that's making a I lot did. of sense. And yeah. also he's sort of hoarding his money. So, you know, you might be the strict one um, with money and. That's uh, probably true. Okay. Okay. And then um, on the right, which would be Ron, we have the Hierophant reversed. <laughs> so that's why I was laughing about um, 
Uh, oh, I don't even remember what I was laughing about now. But anyway, the Hierophant, um, you know, upright is very quite annoying. He's a dick. I really hate the Hierophant. He's like, <laughs> he's just always like rules, rules, rules. And, you know, he's like, the, he's associated with the Pope a lot, which I don't, I'm not saying I hate the Pope or anything. I don't know. But anyway, like, you know, it's just sort of all these, all this bureaucracy uh, in the Hierophant card. But at least you've got it reversed. So mm-hmm. you, um, you're not doing that, and and that might be irritating Olav's four of uh, Pentacles a little bit. You know, he's like, dude, uh, I'm trying to take a shit, and there's so much mayhem outside. Um, I'm trying to get the goddamn issue out, and I'm waiting for Ron to edit it. I know. Mm-hmm. That's yep. okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I cannot deny. I cannot deny. <laughs> now, in the advice, this is very beautiful, guys. We have the Ace of Cups, so that is a love card. And oh, I love uh, you, Ron. Yeah, you guys, I call this bump, the bump card on my deck. You guys are just going to, like, it, it's not even the love you have now. You're going to discover a new love that you have for each other. Not wow. not that sort of love, like, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, like, another reason. He's a pretty attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> He used to yep. blow kisses to, <laughs> through a window. Oh, that's cute. I'm, right. I'm, I'm working north. I'm working north longingly, Ron. So, yeah, he's gradually moving up here. What is the quote? Um, uh, love closer. is like love is like pissing your pants. Um, everyone can see it, but only you can feel the warmth. <laughs> there you go. That's good. I like that. <laughs> And um, so that's the advice is for you guys to just love each other through this. It's going to be hard. But, you know, obviously um, it would be ideal if you could each, um, you know, if Olaf, you could, you know, well, you may need to stay on your throne there, your penny pinching, shitting throne there a little bit. But, Ron, you should probably get with a program, okay? (laughs) I need to. Yeah, Ron, come on. Yeah, and then um, for the outcome, I have the Page of Cups. So, uh, you know, you guys aren't going to be too surprised by anything. It's going to come out as you expect, and it's going to be very um, exciting and emotional. And, I mean, I feel like the Page of Cups uh, upright would be... a little bit tricky like there might be a surprise in that cup that's a little bit fishy but it's it's reversed so i think you guys are going to be good there it's exciting anyway you know you know the the truth is is that ron and i have had many conversations about what we want to do with paranoia so Mm -hmm. that's probably what it's referencing Mm -hmm. Well, I think then, if, if that's the case, then it'll come down to, it'll be something that, that is, is no surprise. It's not going to be some exciting new thing that you decide about what paranoia is going to be about. It's going to be settling on something that you already have thought of. And it's going to be yeah. something that you're emotionally connected to. Um, because, of course, like you said, this is um, probably for both of you, not your day job. You This is something that you want to have fun with. So right. It's a passion. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a passion. Okay, so now I'm going to do money. a three-card reading for Olaf first. Okay, so you All have right. the Page of Wands. Yeah, the Page of Wands in the center. That's the go get that dick, but you're not going to go get any dick probably. Uh, it, m- metaphorical oh, dick. No, like, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know, I didn't want to just, you know, assume. Dick. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I was about to give away some of Stephanie's reading, but anyway. <laughs> what I mean, um, what's the implication? What's the implication of that? Yeah, that means like is, you know to go out and let me tell you that all three of your cards are financially, you know, like going out there and getting that, that shit done. So the page of wands, he'll, he's very, he's flamboyant. Like if you look at him, he just looks like a total, like he's pimping and he's got his, uh, his dick stick here. We call the, the rod that he holds. Mm -hmm. And, um, he's got volcano. Right. That's right. And he's ready to go pimp yeah. some hoes. Gator is in the building In the, he's in the, uh, what do they call that? Uh, 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 the stable Gator is in the stable. <laughs> remind me to remind me to tell you about Gator when you're done. Okay. Well, so this fine. has gotten psychic now already, hasn't it? <laughs> um, okay. Wow. So anyway, um, that's you, um, now because your other two cards, you have the 10 of pentacles. Now the 10 of pentacles is just great card for finances. I mean, this old dude is sitting here chilling with his dogs and some ladies and he's thinking about titties and like the kids are playing. There's money everywhere, like just raining all over the card. There's just money all over the card. And, but then you also have um, the Knight of Pentacles and, you know, that is, you know, um, he, he's a knight, so he goes out there and gets shit done, but it's long-term investment. Okay. So he's thinking about, um, he's not just like, you know, where can I get this more like the night of, uh, wands might be, but he's more long-term thinking. And so, um, between the 10 of pentacles, the Knight of pentacles and the page of wands, I see you going out and, um, actually making some money for the show and the, um, and the, the, uh, magazine. Um, and actually, or, or just money for me, right? Well, you know, however you guys split that up, I mean, I, I gave the idea so you could cut me in if you wanted. <laughs> okay. I win the lottery, I'll catch in. Oh, if you win the lottery. Great. That's super exciting. I'm sure you're going to win any day. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, well, I paranoia bucks. Come on. What are paranoia bucks? I want some. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you want paranoia bucks. <laughs> they, they smell funny. Yeah. They smell I, fishy. I told you it was going to get kinky. Have you guys seen that show, that movie, uh, Love Boat with Jenny McCarthy? No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, but, uh, she gets there was a, there spanked was a with a giant I fish. That's why I was asking. <laughs> there was a show I used to watch with Nikki Glaser. Okay. What the hell was the name of that show? The one with Nikki Glaser. It was all about that kind of stuff. Oh, I'll look it up. You can do Ron's ring. Okay. I'm not sure about Nikki Glaser. I can't even put a, a picture to the, I've heard the name, but I can't She's put a picture. Comedian. Yeah, right. She sounds really funny. And especially. Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> okay, not, so not safe. Not safe with Nikki Glaser. Okay. Watch Not Safe. Oh, actually, didn't she have like a like kind of a news show for a little bit? It was an interview show, but it was about not safe things, not okay. safe for work kind of stuff. Yeah, great. Of course, I would love that. Yeah, watch Not Safe with Nikki Glaser. Okay, you, I will. You will not be disappointed. You will have a new respect for Kyle Kinane. <laughs> okay. 
All right, and now I am pulling three cards for, oh, very interesting, for uh, Ron. So, Ron. Hey Ron so, I'm going to be loaded. Hey, Ron, I'm going to be loaded. Just remember that. Yeah, All right. Anyway. Let's snap to mine, and then we'll we'll talk about the loaded part. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is interesting. So, you have the, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Three of Pentacles reversed, the Page of Cups, and the Four of Pentacles reversed. And so the, the these two last cards showed up in your reading together. Um, now, the Page of Cups is right side up this time. So maybe if there is any fishiness, it's going to be on Ron's side. He's going to be ah. like, I can't be on the show tonight. My fingers smell funny. <laughs> <laughs> they smell a little fishy. <laughs> just maybe a little delusion. Mark this one is inappropriate. It'll be more, well, uh, quote unquote, mystery. Like what happened to Ron tonight? Mystery type stuff, you know. And he'll, and he'll be crying. He'll be crying into his fish soup, and it's it's because of that uh, makeshift tequila that he's been taking part in. I mean, you just got to right. be careful with that stuff, you know. <laughs> Um, but the thing is that I have a three of uh, pentacles reversed and that is, oh, I'm like not working so great together, like miscommunications. And being that I also have the four of pentacles reversed, um, which was Olav's card oh. in the relationship reading, right? Um, so this is reversed. So it's like he's driving Olav nuts. Okay. So like... <laughs> I feel like Olaf is going to do really well and he's got all these pentacles raining down and shit and Ron is just going to be a huge pain in the ass mm -hmm. and just oh, an yeah. emotional wreck and he's just going to be stinky like you can't hang out with the guy mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man yeah. well, those trips to Santeria what the hell yeah I you know, taking showers. Sorry, dude. So this is a confirmation reading. Then you already know about this type of thing going on. Oh, it's already. <laughs> well, I have to tell you that, and Ron can back me up here. That the way that paranoia functions, it it's a bit of chaos, mm -hmm. right? Because we, you know, we don't have a ton of people, so you know, it's. <clears throat> when we put oh, I'm out a one-woman show. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little chaotic because, you know, we're getting, you know, Ron is out there trying to get articles and we're getting them in at the last minute. You know, we get, like, we try to do favors for people and put in advertising for their podcast or for their stuff or whatever. And they'll send it to us like three days late. So, it's oh, you know, it's like any publishing thing. You know, while you're trying to get it together, it's very chaotic, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand yeah. that. And then, you know, like you were saying, um, I think I caught this on, on your other podcast about how you were trying well, you to get the to them. Well, it was just this one. I, I I just flipped through it, so don't get all excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you were saying that Shit. the whole thing was ready to go. It just needed to be exported. And, like, I have had that problem so many times where I'm like, I finally figured out how to do this. But one thing is between me and my hopes and yes. dreams coming true. <laughs> yeah, so basically what and it was. And it's always technology. That... Mm -hmm. It is there. There's a there's a lady that that I use to lay it out because she does it faster and better than I can. I mean, I can do it, but she does At a better job. Point, yeah. really, you might as well bring but, in the professionals and stop wasting your own time and money on trying yeah, to figure it out and just. Yeah, exactly. Well, so she she exported it in a 2019 
format and I have 2017. Oh. So I like, but I can't install 2019 on my computer because my Mac Pro is too old. So I can't put the new update on it. Boom. So I had to use my laptop and it was, yeah, it was dramatic. Very. I was mad. Yeah. Oh, I know. I totally know. I and I and then yeah, when you have you to if you have to call tech support, that's a whole nother leveling of anxiety. Oh no, 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 no. If no. somebody's like brought up calling tech support the other day and I was like, What call no. who? Call who? <laughs> I could tell you tech support stories. No, no, no. I'm not calling tech support. I'd rather die. Just kill me. <laughs> you know, a funny funny story. Um at a place I worked, um, we had a problem <clears throat> with this piece of software and we were trying to fix it, trying to fix it. We knew, we believed me and my cohort, we knew what we believed was the problem. Mm-hmm. And, but the guys, <clears throat> it was a problem with the storage and the, the storage guys would not give us any access and they, everything's fine. So I finally got mad. And so I, I, I got, me and my cohort, the guy from storage, and then I got the guy from the software we were using and then the guy from the hardware we were using. And we were on a conference call for 18 hours. And, no. and like at one point, yeah, 18 hours. And at one point, the guy who was, who, who was from It Shall Be a Nameless Company for the software, he actually fell asleep. He was like snoring. This <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, and that still didn't fix the problem. I I actually found the problem. And oh, is that isn't that so maddening? I have literally just started crying uh, with tech support. I've literally just been just started crying oh, and then been like, that. okay, I'm back now. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> the the key is to escalate. It's about escalation. Oh, it's only yes. one escalator. I'm like, listen, I am Karen now, okay? I've hit Karen mode. Where is the manager? Escalate my ass. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll keep that. I don't know, Ron. That 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 reading, I think we're screwed. Why? Well, now listen, at least you know uh, the the path that is set out currently, and you guys can sure. go ahead and do you have free will. Out, we can work it out. You can work. Yeah. You can work it out. <laughs> I mean, it's like trying yeah. to. I was gonna try to sing that on to now, and then I realized I probably just sit here and try to sing the same song like four times and never actually get it on to. <laughs> okay, we'll put you on auto tune. It'll be good. There you go. Okay. Uh, hey, Natalie, I have a question for you now. Okay. What yeah. got you into the paranormal? Have you always been paranormal, or is that just sort of a recent venture? Yeah, well, a friend of mine when I was about 15 um, asked me if I'd ever heard Art Bell on um, the AM station in town. And I was like, no. Right. And, you know, and I, I, I grew up with like, like super Christians, evangelical Christians. Like, that's not the kind of thing that we were allowed to listen to. We didn't listen to secular music, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah, no, no, I haven't heard that. And then I started listening to Art Bell at like 15 and, get, and I got really hooked and then in you know I stopped for a while but then it became to the point where I listened to coast to coast every single night going to bed 
Right. And so I listened through Art and I listened through um, George and I've heard a few guests come and go and I actually listened to Art come back with his Dark Matters show for a little bit. Um, and, and now right. I don't listen to Coast to Coast at all and I don't actually watch Gaia at all anymore. I've, I'm kind of over that phase of my life. But I'm still very interested, but those shows, they just keep talking about the same thing after you know, 15, yeah. 20 years of listening mm-hmm. to them. So... Do you do you want a do you want a radio show that will blow your mind? Yes. So there was a guy. Um, he was he was eventually kicked off the air, and then he died about a year later. <clears throat> but his name is Gary Bell. Okay. And he has a show called A View from Space. The, and they called him the Spaceman. And he doesn't. Um, you can find it on YouTube or on archive.org. He doesn't take callers. He only takes emails. And it's all like pure esoteric occultist kind of stuff. And it is three hours and it will blow your mind. Well, thank you. There's I will definitely check that out. Yeah. There's, it's the craziest conspiracy show you've never heard of. And there, there are, there's stuff in there you'll agree with. There's stuff in there you won't agree with. But it is just insane it is ron you've heard gary bell right actually from you yeah i listened to some old older episodes yeah it was pretty spacey man it is yeah he says he's he goes deeper than a black hole and he really does by the end of the show your mind is just like spinning so (laughs) sometimes your mind's not even there anymore it's like transport yeah. another dimension it does not take no much guess. to get my mind spinning anyway so we'll just i'll just smoke a bunch of weed and see what we can get out of it and then no also guess. like no i know calls. yeah okay no guess no phone calls just emails i that's actually yeah. a really interesting uh format and i i'm I probably should uh, consider asking people for emails more often because it would seems like it'd be a lot easier to handle um but you know i'm one show that I really got into on Gaia, and this is like vanilla, I'm sure, like, is uh, Greg Braden. I think it's his show called Wisdom uh, Teachings. Or is that a different one? I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. That is I know every Greg single Braden, episode. He has one on Gaia, and I, I watched the first season, and then the last season, I don't know if he has a new one, but I mean, every single episode, I was like, oh my god, this is so good, I'm so stoned right now, and happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, uh, I have to shout out my friend, too, because I'm going to be on his show tomorrow night, and he, uh, well, this isn't live, so um, I'll just say the name of his show it's ghost in the machine and it's on um is this is this okay if i oh yeah go yeah, for yeah. it okay yeah, um it's revolution.radio studio b um he's in the 10 o'clock slot eastern time it's called ghost in the machine and he talks about all kinds of you know like he, when i say political he's like no no like this ties into culture more it's not just straight up politics but um and and um, conspiracy theory type stuff. And it's really interesting. And so I'm going to be on his show on Monday. And I just wanted to give him a shout out too. His right. name's yeah. Steve, Stephen sure. Purdy. And he's at, um, at Zara Lath on YouTube. He needs help on his YouTube. It is dismal. 
like mine. Yes. So if you feel like doing a good Samaritan, just help out Zaralath on YouTube. And what is yours, Olaf? Uh, I forget. It's parent. Just search for Paranoia Magazine. Help out Paranoia Magazine's YouTube, okay, guys? Because we all need to get monetized. (laughs) Watch, watch the Paranoid Traveler. I'm, I'm editing new episodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you have one, Ron? (laughs) Same thing. No, I ain't got nothing. No. I, well, I, I guess I do. Zero. I guess there is a Ron Patton one. And yeah, there's a few. Actually, I got to, uh, there's a lot of phony Grand Zero ones that I need to, you know, start excommunicating a few people or shaking them down. Tell them, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm. It, it's weird. There's you know, about six or seven and uh, two are actually legit. Two are ours, but we rarely use YouTube we're just so damn busy with other stuff uh-huh. although, although there we're working with a person who has this uh, uh internet demo demographic marketing company and so basically she said we need to get our youtube going again and mm-hmm. have content on there regularly so we can start monetizing it right the monetizing uh, that's exactly why i'm well we have the numbers things. though too you know we got a lot of people on our on our soundcloud we have about thirty-five thousand downloads per show so oh, wow so you do yeah you definitely have the numbers wow yeah well there's there's the paranoia channel on roku Yes. Oh my gosh! How cool! <laughs> hey, we need to start monetizing I've, that. Can't we like? Uh, I do. Give like a buck. I have a lot whatever. of. I have a lot of people on the on the uh, Roku channel. There's a lot of people. How many? How many people? Uh, worldwide, I think it's up to seventy-five thousand. No. So, dude, if you just said, "Hey, pitch in a buck a month." Yep. And, and let's just say. Uh, <laughs> Even, I'm going to run some advertising. Yeah, even See, like that was in your reading. 25% of the people. Yeah, I got a contract. <laughs> uh, that's that's 25,000 bucks a month, dude. That see that was in your reading that you're going to be it's going to be raining money on you. Here we're yeah. figuring it out right now. Yeah. See the manifestation of tarot is just and also it's me. Okay, I'm Thank special. <laughs> Yes, you are paranormal. Yeah. But hey, what's your most paranormal experience? I was kind yeah, of curious. I was gonna, I'm curious. Oh well, I have seen um, I have seen some UFOs, and I think that um, the one that I got the closest look after, I'm definitely I I think that I looked up. I think it's a TR3B as they call them. Oh, the uh, triangle. Yes, I was at my house, and um, my my roommate said there that he had seen a a, a UFO the night before. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, great. I believed him, of course, but I wasn't that excited because I didn't see it. And then the next night, he's like, come out here. It's out here again. And so it was oh, wow. like right down the way uh, over the river. Now, this is a um, in Hamilton, Montana. It's a bio. They have a bio level four hazard um, lab there. So I'm assuming that it's watched right. quite closely because the rumor is that if anything gets out of that lab, and I may sound like an idiot when I say this, but this is what I heard from people that work there, that they will nuke the town because they cannot risk this stuff getting out um, to like the general existence or, you know, so anyway, um, 
so I'm I see I see it. It's I see the the three light the the triangle craft with the light in the center and a light on each corner. Um, and I got we got on our bicycles and just went down the hill after it. I I was not scared. I just had to see this thing as closely as I could. I got on my bicycle and just because it was downhill, so I was like the fastest way for me to get to it right now is to fly down this hill, and mm-hmm. I was flying and it just somehow slowly. It looked like it went away really slowly, but it went fast because it took. Oh, it it was gone, but it it looked like it was slowly floating away, but it covered a lot of space really fast. Hmm. Oh, and then okay, so now who has this? It's um, a method of calling of honing in alien ships where you basically put your energy out into the well, universe. The okay, yeah. and then you bring it Brutus, in. Right? What are you calling it? Greer, Greer does that. He has the the uh, he has a protocol for yes. calling UFOs with like yes. intention. Yeah. Yes. That's Greer. Okay, so I did that. This was a couple of years ago, and um, I when I meditate, I put wrap myself in a light bubble, and I wrap my son. I would do this while he was sleeping. I would wrap my son in a light bubble, and I would connect us just because I wanted to keep us energetically connected while I was, you know, <laughs> off in La La Land. I didn't want to leave my son behind, although I feel like this was a bad idea at this point. Um, so I did this, and the next day I checked the uh, – what is the reporting site? Is it MUFON that you report to? Yeah, MUFON's one of them. It was it was the one that wasn't MUFON, I think. I checked. There oh, were... it's probably the National UFO Reporting Center. Yes, I think that was With it. Peter Davenport, yeah. yeah. Peter okay, Davenport. I think that was it. And um, I checked, and for like the first time in 12 years, there was a reporting in my town that night. And I mean, what oh, are the wow. chances of somebody seeing it, reporting it, mm-hmm. uh, and not seeing any, you know, activity in 12 years? All of a sudden, I do this, and so then um, that freaked me out. But then I noticed this brown mark on the bottom of my son's foot, and I mean, it was dark, and it was like planted, like it looked like a mole had grown, and um, I. It freaked me out. I took him to the doctor, and she said, "Yeah, it's it's probably a mole. I think he grew a mole." And then I realized that I had the same mark on my foot, and I was like, "What yeah. is happening here?" And then, <laughs> yeah, and then like four days later, um, they started to come off. Like after a long bath, they started to come. They were deep. I think they were like burns almost. Weird. Yeah, and that, and then he and that, we just moved uh, a couple of weeks ago, but we were just talking about how, I mean, every night he was talking about spaceships and ghosts mm-hmm. at that house, and he's completely stopped since we've moved. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Damn paranormal, I'd say. And I have heard, I told yeah. somebody else about this foot thing, and they and uh, they said that they also have felt aliens, um, you know, when they're in a meditative state, basically contact them energetically through their feet. Have you ever heard this before? No. Okay. Never heard that. That is interesting. We should delve more into it. Yeah. So we should get a, we should get Yvonne Smith on. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Cause she'd come on. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah. She does the regression stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. 
after. Yeah. So well, I came up with a new term and I put it in the urban dictionary. It's called past life aggression. And it's <laughs> basically where somebody fucked you over in a past life and you are still pissed off. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I also have uh, the you know, devil's uno for tarot. We call that the devil's uno in our group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen lots and lots of UFOs, but I've never, I've never had any physical uh, effects of it. So. Right. Never been abducted. Your, your asshole's feeling fine. Yeah. No missing time. You no, know, there was, there was, there were two times when I was convinced that I was going to get abducted. Really? I was absolutely convinced. Yeah. I bet that was terrifying. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was. Um, when I was in college and then when I was driving home one night, there were two times where I really, I was like, this is it. But no, never got abducted. I think I almost might have. <laughs> At least one time. How I are you stayed. sure? They wipe, they do the mind wipe. <laughs> Because we left the area so fast mm-hmm. that the object was still miles away. Okay. Well, okay, so that doesn't really matter. But when I when I was in college, right, I, I lived in an apartment with my my girlfriend, and the handyman in the of the um, of the apartment building knew I liked UFOs, and I had a. This is a long time ago. It's like ninety seven, ninety eight, probably ninety eight. And so um, he had, there had been a mass sighting in a town adjacent to a little west of where I lived. Um, I lived in a college town and the next town over, um, they had had this mass sighting, you know, cops chasing it along the railroad tracks. You know, they, they activated like the entire police force. They had this like, this like cigar shaped UFO that went down the, the railroad tracks, like half the city saw it. Oh front God. page news on the little little newspaper for the town, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he slides it under the door. So I, I looked at it and I showed her and I said, hey, we should go out there. But I said, you know, they had this mass sighting the night before. Nothing's going to happen. So we're like, well, screw it. No cameras, no nothing. Just drove out there in my little Ford Aspire. And uh, hold on. And so I, um, so I, we get out into the cornfields because the school I went to was an ag school and me and the, and the, the girlfriend, uh, now co-parent are, are out in the, um, the cornfields and we stop the car, we get on the hood and we're just watching. And for hours, like we watched, I think about 14 objects dogfight. Wow. A real high altitude. And, you know, they were making squares. They, were, they got to a point where I guess the dog fighting was kind of kind of pedestrian. So they, they started making squares and triangles at high speed. Wow. And so two of them, yeah, so two of them split off. And there were these two radio masts that were about 15 miles apart, big radio towers. And two of these things came down. And they were do they were kind of like racing from tower to tower, and you could see them in the moonlight that they were triangular and they would roll over, 
and go down and roll over and come back and roll over and go down and roll over and come back and whatever. So <clears throat> this went on for quite some time. Mm. Maybe government a, testing. A half an hour. Right. Maybe a half an hour, 40 minutes. And then one of them flicked on the light in the front and moving very slowly started to come our direction. Oh shit. And so my co-parent, <laughs> yeah. So my co-parent, she looks at me and she says, I'm, I'm not getting abducted. <laughs> yeah, and, not and tonight, I looked at her bitch. And I said, yeah, no, and I'm like, I'm not getting the anal probe. We're out of here. Yeah. And so we were doing in like my little my little Ford Aspire, right? My <laughs> Ford Aspire. We're doing like 90 miles an hour through this like fucking cornfields and these you know rural roads, like bouncing up and down. And I just, and she just keeps looking back. And we like peeled out onto the freeway and we like ran into the apartment and like locked all the locks and. Yeah, it was bad. Well, I feel like it doesn't matter, though. Like, you keep saying that you almost got abducted, but you had this space between you. I feel like they could take that space from you within moments and and do whatever they want, and you would not know about it. Yeah, right. And then the, the second time I was driving, I was driving home, and it was about, like, one thirty in the morning. And there's a – south of where I live, there's a place called Sanol, and it's in a valley. And so I, there, there was a – a fog bank at the at the top of the hill and i watched a massive triangle it was probably the size of a 747 mm. you know like a football field size wow. and it was descending through the cloud layer and it flew right over me how cool and I, I thought to myself right now i'm thinking because this wasn't that long ago a couple of years uh, you know i had my iphone and i'm thinking you know i should stop and take a picture of this right you know, at least, or video or something. And I kept thinking, it's gonna disappear if I pull over minute. right now, if I pull over, and it was, I mean, I could see the rivets in this thing. Wow. And it, it yeah, but I was convinced that, that I was the only person on the freeway. And I was convinced that if I pulled over, some drunk asshole was going to hit me or they were going to abduct me. So yeah. I just kept driving. Yeah, I don't blame you on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. See, I, I always think I want to get a picture of something really cool. And this is where I thought you were going with it. I thought that you were going to be like, oh, but it's going to it's going to fly away as soon as I get my camera out. <laughs> oh, no, it's going too slow. No, no, I could have totally videoed it. But I was just like either some because I live in California. So either some jerk, jerk driver was going to kill me on the side of the road or, you know, I was going to get lifted up into this yeah. thing because it flew right over my head. Yeah. Wow. And I'm the only car, and I'm thinking this is a really bad scenario, no matter how you cut it. Yeah. So I was yeah, but it like, was black. <laughs> it was a solid. It was a solid black triangle flew right over my head, at <sighs> less than a thousand feet. And where no in California noise. is that? Because I have California UFO experiences. Well, I know they have a lot of activity out there. It was a. Uh, it was um, on the other side of the bay from San Francisco. Okay. A place called Sonol. Oh, yeah, you just said Sonol. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Look up Sonol, California. And then the other one I had was in Dixon, Dixon, California. And we went out the next day with a bunch of people and a bunch of cameras, and all, all manner of shit, and nothing showed up. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, Ron, what is your... Uh... I, don't, I don't have any really crazy UFO experience, honestly. I've seen UFOs at Seti Ranch, you know, but nothing drastic, per se. 
just a lot of things flying around in the air that I just couldn't explain. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. granted, yeah, there probably were a few satellites going overhead, but most of them there. That's why if people have never seen UFOs, they got to go to Iseti Ranch. You'll, you'll yes. see. One. Yeah. You, I heard you'll if you go stuff. there, you will see one. Yeah. So oh, yeah. what? What about para, You know, paranormal in general. I mean. Well, well, yeah, I guess I, I mean, I've had like a, a few weird experiences in that I've had like lost time um, when I was down in San Diego by uh, Raytheon headquarters. I was taking pictures. Raytheon's a defense DOD contractor. They're into like top secret type shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... Um, I think I lost about an hour and a half of time, and I ended up at a bench in Pacific Beach, which huh? is about 10 miles away. Yes. That then, is awesome. Yeah. Well, I was crying. It was pretty, you know, oh, dramatic. Oh, sorry. You, yeah, because you didn't know what happened, and you got lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, well, there was actually another time in Seattle about 2007, 2008 at uh, Weston Hotel where I was talking to a guy who was a Navy SEAL and uh, I was in and out of consciousness when I was talking to him. So I don't know if he was hypnotizing me or whatever, but that was, uh, that was pretty crazy. Do you think that they teach um, some of the top level type military people how to do that kind of oh, thing? Oh, definitely. There's no doubt about it. But, but see, get this. And his, I remember his name was Clark. I don't know if that was his first name or last name. Or if it is his real name. Yeah. But yeah, he was a big buff dude with long hair. He was out of the Navy. But uh, I I also believe it was a setup because I was supposed to go there with a TI, a targeted individual of uh, government harassment or whatever. But <sighs> he never showed up. But and so I was the only one there talking to this guy. And he knew intimate details about my past, this guy Clark. So it was like, okay, obviously it was a setup. But uh, so I was like in and out of, you know, I had missing time. Um, but it was like a few minutes here and a few minutes there. And then there was one other time when I was down in San Diego where um, I was talking to, again, a TI, a targeted individual. And, you know, granted, we had a few drinks and stuff. And, um, but I wasn't drunk. And I remember going back to my car. I walked her to her car, and then I went to my car. And then all of a sudden, it was like, um, all of a sudden, I was at a Denny's restaurant in a bathroom, just again, just like freaked out and starting to, you know, I was crying because I was like, "Fuck, what, what the hell happened?" I was just oh in my, my car. God. All of a sudden, I'm here. But you didn't piss yourself, did you? I did what? <laughs> did you piss yourself? No, I, I was just so weird. I called a friend and told I just meant because you were in the Denny's bathroom. You'd be like, I almost made it. <laughs> yeah, not quite. But yeah, so I mean, if you consider that paranormal. Yeah, uh, I do. I sure fucking do. It, but but I've never had any experience since then. And well, so Ron, Ron, those two missing times occurred the... in 2012. Oh, wow. And then Ron, the other you, one was 2007, the... 2008. You what? were at the thing down here, right? Where we, the Zodiac thing? No, I was not, dude. I wasn't there. Oh, you didn't go to the Zodiac thing? No, no. I was, no, I was, I was in San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I, I've and then I've seen like a shadow figure, and uh, that was in a place I lived in San Diego. And I'm thinking, well, the shadowy figure. I, I'm going to hear the footsteps because the only way they could go in that direction is through the the stairs, and you'll hear it because it's creaky. And I didn't hear anything, so I thought this person was like hiding. And so it's like, oh man, I, I'm gra- I grabbed my machete, <laughs> started walking down the hall. <laughs> And then I started looking over there and it was like, uh, nobody was there and there's no way to get out. So it was like, what the hell did I just see? You know, stuff like that. Yes. But, but the place I, I was told that there is a shadow people at that place, especially in the basement downstairs, because it's a very old building in downtown San Diego near the gas lamp district. So, you know, nothing, nothing really crazy, but, uh, I guess those are a few instances where. That's awesome. I want to start like, I mean, I know that you had a bad experience and I, that, but I'm like just a glutton for punishment, I guess. And I want to have a bad experience like that now. And so I need to start hanging out with targeted individuals. I want to go That's portal. It. I want to go portal That's hunting, it, yeah. guys. You guys want to go portal hunting? <laughs> oh yeah, man. That'd be great. I've done stuff like that. Search yeah. your portals. Yes. That would be so, like, just, that's life. Yep. No, I've, I've done stuff like that. I'm the one who's done more stuff like that than Ron has. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you're way cooler than <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe I'm, less. I'm more subversive. I don't do the targeted. I'm speaking on you. You're both dorks. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm a class A, I'm a class A nerd. Yeah. I'm a dork. He's a nerd. There's a difference. Come on now. And I'm a weirdo. There you go. But I'm a weirdo too. You, you have to you have to be a weirdo to do this stuff. Oh yeah, and it, it, to talk about yeah. it for sure. All right. Hold yeah, on. for sure. We had an exciting episode. Yes, we did, Ron. That's Ron uh, uh, reminding me that we have to keep it shorter now. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, we got to so cut where, this baby up. <laughs> so, so where where can people find you? Oh, um, Taromood. So, uh, Taromood.com, Taromood on Facebook, Taromood on Instagram. The only thing that's not Taromood is my, um, YouTube, which is Natalie Meraki. Um, and you can book me for a reading and, um, I have lots of, if you go to my Instagram, if you're learning tarot, I have lots of tarot edutainment as we call it. Um, that's pretty much just, uh, of fucked up relatable ways to remember the tarot cards. Um, I'm doing local stuff in town, um, but I'm uh, don't know about all those details yet, so I won't bore you with them. So yeah, that's how you reach me. <laughs> Tarotmood.com. Okay. Yes, www.tarotmood.com. Go there. Well, now. Uh, thank you, thank you for coming on. It was it was very funny and. Uh, very interesting. And, um, <laughs> Thank you guys so <laughs> we much. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So when time. Olaf comes up, uh, we'll all get together. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. I would love to do that. And I still have to hang out with you and Stephanie. I knew that. But yeah. I knew you guys were going to forget about me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I have a uh, invite from Chris and Cherie Geo too. And they're just totally, I know I'm like, you guys just think I'm weird. You're just telling me that. <laughs> Oh, I'm joking. I can't wait to see you guys. We did a very interesting episode with them. 
<laughs> it was very, but I have to close the show. I have to cut that crap out. So hang on. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ron. So that that was another uh, thrilling about an hour of uh, paranormal uh, and a uh, conspiracy amateur time. Uh, once again, yeah. We should probably do it again. Uh, what? I so I think like maybe yeah. once a week now because we we're supposed to, and you know if you yeah. want to stay on the fringe FM, that's their expectation. So let's do it. Okay. You let's guys are it. awesome. Thank All you so much. <laughs> All right, well, uh, remember, you can find us at ParanoiaMagazine.com, Paranoia Magazine on Facebook, Paranoia Mag on Instagram, Paranoia Mags on, oh, no, Paranoia Mag on Twitter, Paranoia Mags on Instagram. <laughs> well, do, folks, do your take care. On. Take do not care. cut that. Do not cut that. Yeah, and be excellent to one another. That's it. Right on. Thank you for listening to Paranoia Radio, hosted by Olaf Phillips and Ron Patton. Sponsored by Paranoia Magazine. Read it now. Paranoiamagazine.com Intro theme, The Guide, was composed by Scott Moon. ScottMoon.net Outro theme, Fighting Trousers, is by Professor Elemental. ProfessorElemental.com Voiceover written and performed by Mr. Lobo, host of Cinema Insomnia. Watch new episodes on OSI 74. Visit us at OSI74.com We are resuming control. For now.